It's a Monday, the 8th of August. This is Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL podcast. My name is Will Anderson. And I'm Charlie Clawson. Look and you that. didn't ask me to check the date before we started. No, the last I, I three secret- episodes. You I said, what's the date? What's the date? But you're confident now. I secretly checked it on my computer. You're just Jack you Watts. Set. You've got the confidence up. You don't even have to ask now. You're, actually, you're finally fulfilling your potential, Will. Mate, he is fucking fulfilling his fulfilling. <laughs> he's filling. He's filling his potential. You're and filling your pants and he's fulfilling his potential. I mean, if you're a Melbourne fan, you would be filling your pants. Cause they're, they're slowly, begrudgingly coming around, aren't they? They're like... It's like Melbourne started dating a girl that they thought was just a waste of time. And then after four or five years, they're like, all right, she's got some good qualities. No, it was like they swiped whatever direction you swipe on Tinder at someone who was really hot and was mm. like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And then they never washed up <laughs> and they didn't really put around around the house. Like when they did do things, well, if they it just, always looked really good. But if you good, just gave but... them one chore for a couple of weeks in a row, but you had her washing dishes, you had her like... Well, this a... is the thing. They came into a completely fucked up house yeah, right. where they had to do mess. everything. Yeah. Where Whereas, like, you know, if they just had a couple of tasks, that yeah. they, I mean, they nailed it when they did the little things. Yeah. Unfortunately, there wasn't anyone doing the grunt work, but he has been fantastic. And yeah. I heard his uh, dad interviewed on the weekend on the radio. They had his dad in, you know, sort of talking about it. And it was really interesting because his dad's obviously a big thinker about the game. Mm. And you kind of get the impression that as much as he's been supportive, he's also been a bit of a... Like, he, he was really straight to the ball. Yeah, like right. Like, where he was kind yeah, of like, yeah, well, yeah. The, like, you know, Jack, he's like, uh, well, you know, uh, his skills aren't really, uh, you know, doing Whoa. hard stuff or... Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks, fucking man. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's the icing on the cake, really? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see any of the uh, the pregame before the Demons Hawks? There was a great little bit they did with uh, Jono and Jack and Jack Watts, Um they reenacted that goal from the previous week that he kicked to win the game. And they were saying like, you know, all right, Jack, let's see if you can do it again. No pressure. And he slotted it. But you should have seen how quickly Jono passed in the mic so he could grab the ball and show that he could do it too. It was like, Jono, out of the game, but still loves the goal. Still still thinks he can get out there. Yeah, still dressed in a suit, like did it in a suit wearing Italian shoes. But Got to be honest it. with you, Brisbane could do with him mm. in the suit wearing Italian shoes. In fact, he must be tempted at games that he's commentating at the Lions to fucking run out. They should have a super sub. If anyone in commentary yes, that's a great idea. formally played for your team, but they have to play in what they're wearing. Yeah. Oh, so anyone from the support staff. Yeah. Okay, here's the new concussion rule. You know, they're like mm. they're saying we should have an extra player in case we have to send someone off for concussion. So here's my new rule. Yeah. You can activate any person who either played for your club or is already wearing your jumper. Yeah. So at that from moment... From the crowd? Yeah, from the crowd. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so if you don't have like a commentator or like yeah. a support staff or something that can immediately go in the game then you just look at the fittest looking or tallest looking or whatever, like your know, crowd member. And I think you put an you put an extra twist on it where the person who's selected cannot refuse. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great to like just knock your head just so they can get Jason Dunstall back for a couple of games. <laughs> I'd love to see Dunstall and his tracksuit fans and his thongs having to waddle out to full forward. It was great. It was a pretty uh, uninspiring round in general. The Melbourne story was probably like the most, you know, exciting 
But uh, apart from that, there's a lot of fuck. Uh, you feel like a lot of teams have just gone. Ugh. Well, it's done for most teams. Yeah. Although the interesting thing is that it's not. Mm. Like I mean, you know, the Bulldogs beating North on the weekend, which you know was great for Bulldogs fans, but it was also bet you when the when the like Saints, the Saints, when the Saints saw that result, they would have been like, fuck! Like last week is such a missed opportunity now. Well, they're still in it, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? I actually think it's good. It's a good motivator because there's something to play for, so they're going to give it all their last three rounds. And if they don't make it, well, you know, that's fine. We, we've already overachieved. Like, it's one of those things where you... The mathematical chance. I mean, we love a season where there's still Melbourne a is still in calculations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Melbourne have had Stephen Hawking down at the clock trying <laughs> to work out how they can make the finals. Jack Watts... When Basically, he was... you just have to break the space-time continuum. Right. You've heard of quantum mechanics, right? In <laughs> one of these universes, you're actually winning this. <laughs> I mean, to win without Hogan and to beat... I, I thought that was your lock of the week, but it wasn't your oh, lock of the week. No, because you texted me. I was at a wedding when uh, that game was on and you texted me the result. And I said, oh, that was my lock of the week. But then I went back and listened and I teased it as my lock of the week. The jaws of the lock were this close to closing. Right. And then I said, ha ha, I'd never tip Melbourne. And then my lock of the week was Gold Coast. <laughs> I really fucked up. They nearly won though, Gold yeah. Coast. They were good too. Yeah, that, I, I should have my almost lock of the week. So wait, the team that gets within a, uh, within a goal of winning. I mean, speaking of that, we'll get to all the games and I'm sure we'll just ramble about, but fucking Richmond, he couldn't be more Richmond. They, that was a total Richmond performance, which was like the week where they were meant to get their coach sacked. Because that's what really was going to happen if like that had a terrible Apparently performance again. Apparently, they're storming the boardroom. Right, yeah. There was going to be a coup. There was like, you know, there yeah. was going to be a bloodless coup. Yeah. Like it was all going to happen. And then they went and fucking won. That's, yeah. Yeah. It was a... I actually... I mean, there's... You can't... Have you ever not enjoyed a Richmond win? Like, you, you love all of them. Like, you know, even... Maybe if they put your team out of the finals or whatever, you wouldn't. But there's just nothing better than seeing that team and that crowd up and about. But also... That game by Alex Rance, he, have you, can you think of a defender who is as exciting to watch as any forward? Like, maybe Steven Silvani is the only one that I can think of. Like, he's so fucking great. And, it, and he's got this cavalier attitude where he leaves his man. And once he left his man, you see he makes that decision. He's just got to fucking go. He's got to go the extra yard. And he does it. He's so cool. He's one of those players that, um, well, A, he's just a fucking superstar. There's no doubt about that. Like, and, you know, in that position to play that well in that team, like, he is an amazing On the opponents player. he plays on, too. But the thing that I, I guess I, I like about him the most is that, um, you know, he had five weeks off at the start of the season. He said, I'm coming back late, you know, mm. and then he's just fucking nailed the season. And, but they all came to him and they were like, hey, we want you to come back like early next year. And he said, yes. But I would have said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, Alex did Rance. you see? I'm coming back seven weeks late. <laughs> have you seen how well I've played this season? I'm coming back round three and I'll still win the best of Veris because I'm Alex motherfucking Rance motherfucker. Why isn't he captain? Well, I think that he's, uh, he's, uh, he marches to the beat of his own drum. I think that's his thing. Isn't like, that he's, kind of a, a good well, he was going to retire Bob last year. It's tough to make the guy drum. captain who was going to retire at the end of last year. I guess so. He was just going to have a year off because, you know, whatever, footy. He's probably not your captain. You I wouldn't think? have thought. No, but the, the, you can think of worse captains, though, right? Oh, I mean, I think it'd be interesting, and I do think the Bob. Maybe Murph- look, hey, everything else they've tried hasn't worked. Make the guy. Maybe that's the problem. They've got a, a guy who dances to the beat of his own drum. Make him fucking captain. They've got a Costanza. It. Yeah, totally. that's what they've got to do. Because well, every time they do things the way they think they should do things, yeah. it doesn't work out. Exactly. So they've got to do the George Costanza and, and just say, we'll do opposites. And the guy that they think is, you know, not someone they should follow is the best player in their team. Right. Like, it actually makes so much sense. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it's right. It's so Richmondy. It's it, right in front of them. Yeah, exactly. The guy who doesn't actually want to play football is their best player. <laughs> there is nothing more Richmondy than that. Really, they've got to recruit a whole team of people who don't want to play. They've got to look for the most reluctant people, like guys who are like, yeah, now nah, you know what? I, I, I think I'll just retire. Or, you know, to be honest, like Dane Swan. They've got to recruit Dane Swan for a start. Yeah. He's first on their list. Yeah. What do you think Hardwick is safe now, or do they have to win? The last three games. Nah, he's safe. Well, because he's safe. Also. I mean, I know he's safe via contract, but was that win enough to kind of... If they... That win was enough, yeah. What if they bomb the next three, though? Doesn't matter. That win was enough. It showed. What if the, there's significant losses in the last three? I don't think it matters, because really? I reckon what that game showed was, because the, the problem is... But it's not like they beat a top eight team. They beat... Collins. No, it was like 13th versus 14th. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it was such a bottom-seller-dweller game that it was the classic reversal after the game. Like, all that week it had been about how Collingwood had turned their season around and mm. how, like, you know, we had faith in Buckley all of a sudden again. And mm. then, like, Richmond win. And it's like, I oh, know, Harwood keeps his job. Fuck Buckley! Fuckley! Fuckley! <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Fuckley! That's what I call him! Well, I still am yet to meet a Collingwood supporter, anecdotally... Who's like, yeah, he's the guy to take us forward. They were talking on Super Footy about how after the game they basically said, "Hey, Richmond fans, give us a call um, on the radio that, to you know celebrate your win." And all they got were Collingwood fans going, "Fuckly, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, fuckly." Here's my top five lists of reasons that I fucking hate you as our coach. <laughs> I mean, you know that like uh, people don't like Buckley when they're calling for Malthouse to come back. No one's calling for that. Some Hollywood fans. Mick Malthouse. I mean, it was Mick Malthouse, I think, ringing the radio station, doing an old man voice, which (laughs) is his voice. (laughs) Yeah, I have not heard... It's Nick Knuckley. I've not heard anyone ask for Malthouse back. Have you heard I think he's been doing a great job on the recruit. Get him back down (laughs) to Hollywood. Mick, we know it's you. It's Nick Knuckley. (laughs) Nick Knuckley? Oh, sorry. Nick 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 Malthouse. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's Rick Rolthouse. <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> Hang on, that's offensive, Nick. I... He's old. He doesn't know. It was fine back in his day. Yeah, I, uh, I. that's staggering that anyone would think that's a good idea. I mean, it didn't work for Carlton. Why would you get him back? Right. Oh, well, I mean, it's essentially like going, you know what, I don't like my new wife. I'm going to go back to my old wife. And everyone's like, you know, she's dead, right? It's, no, it's been dead like, for years. I like your old stuff better than your new stuff. Yeah. You know, we in the way we played in 2010, 2011, yeah. we want to play like that again. Well, you can't. You can't. You don't have the players anymore. Yeah. going And, and see, you still have Travis Clark. Going and see status quo now is not like seeing status quo 30 years ago. They were having a discussion on, um, uh, on the Fox Footy podcast this morning about what to do with Collingwood's malfunctioning forward line. I think that's the word that Fuckley used. Sure. And it's like, okay, you've got to... You've got these talls, you know, can't play. You're going to hang on to the American guy. Cause, right, you know, Mason Cox. Because, you know, he's got some potential to develop. But well, he's got, got potential, and I think that through whatever system they got him through, they're also not paying him. Like, he's not your problem, basically. Who's bigger trade bait, Jesse White or Travis Cloak? Can you trade to uh, retirement? Because I think Jesse White... <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. I mean, you know what? We've been so throw unfair yourself, to Jesse White on this been, fucking podcast. I think we've been very fair. <laughs> like, I thought we he had was, him retired at the start of the season, and I feel like that how he, that's how he plays. <laughs> As if, it, I mean, he's not the answer, and Travis Cloak's not the answer. But who? I mean, it, just say you're going to hang on to one. Yeah. Can we not just combine them into two in some sort of post? So everyone goes like in for an Bill operation. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Those Martians right. station. Yeah, station. Yeah. Can we not station them? <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but I mean, I just mean in a more sort of like, they've got the best doctors down at Collingwood, you know what I mean? Everyone's going in for, they got Trelaw in for his endosis right. and operation. So, so you're sending Jesse and Trav. What, what parts do you keep of each? Well, you want, you want, well, you don't want, you, you do you get Trav's hands? You want Trav's hands? Yeah. Because he's a pretty good mark, even though he hasn't Jesse's had the best. legs, because he, he covers legs. more ground. Yep. Um, Who's head? Jesse's yeah. better looking. I mean, Jesse's head. Yeah. And you it's, know what? But let's, yeah. let's just mix the brain in a blender and <laughs> put it through the ear, because I'm not really sure. Yeah. Let's just have a guess at that one. Yeah. So he'd become Javis Clyde. <laughs> what if we could like get maybe a third of Bucks's brain? If they could ed- identify the bit that's like footy smarts, if they could cut out his footy smarts and kind of implant it Frankenstein style yeah. in like a Jesse White, Travis Cloak hybrid. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to kill one of them. I'm saying you rebuild the other one with the leftover parts. Yeah. Well, you'd have to get them... I mean, you'd have to get them to sign off on that. Would you? So don't get any of the, the guys from the uh, supplements program at Essendon because you don't sign anything there. Yeah. I, no, I would say that what you would do is you just put it in their new contract. Yeah. Like, they, those guys oh, are... Okay, I see. I see. So yeah. you're sitting at the negotiation right. table... And uh, Travis Cloak's dad, what's his name? David. David. David Cloak's like, okay, so what do you? What's your offer? And they just slide across <laughs> like an artist rendering, right, of what he would look like. Well, just the, merged they've, with. They've Jesse just done White. it on one of those Snapchat face swap filters. <laughs> just like this is just a mock up, but really, we want to do this for reals. Uh, who do you hang on to? You have to hang on to one. Um, I don't think you do. But I think I if think, you had to, okay, probably Jesse White. You'd really because you're paying him less, and I think you like cloak. I I still think there is probably a club out there that thinks that cloak is worth the risk. Yeah. If they could get you're going to get if a- they could get Collingwood to pay like half his salary or something like that, and and they could get some use out of him, like in a and they didn't have to give up a and the, second yeah, or right? first or second rounder. Would you give him a third rounder? Yeah, third round for cloak. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but what would Jesse, even hot, Jesse? What would Jesse even White, like low second round? Maybe, what what would Jesse White, White get you? Jesse White would get you like I don't know, like free socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which dovetails nicely. Oh, into yeah, Sockgate. We the should actually saga of Sockgate. Hashtag Sockgate. We should um, update this because I think this is we've really stumbled onto something. So initially we were like, yeah. the question was asked. Do you bring your own socks? What do you bring to the game? Essentially, that's what we wanted to know. You've got big bags. What's, What's in the know? bags? What's in the bags? Yeah. You know? And so we, 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 we messaged Rob Murphy first and he's got back to us, Bob, and said, uh, he said, look, you know, basically boots. Right? Okay. All right. Boots. And then we're like, well, hang okay, on. So- but hang on. Did he say basically boots or boots? Well, he said boots. Yeah. But I don't know whether socks was implied in boots. Ah, oh, so you think, right. And then I didn't want to get back to him, like, and go, no, look. specifically. <laughs> Specifically, Bob. Yeah, I felt like his answer wasn't uh, like at such great detail that it invited further questioning. <laughs> so the next week we started afresh and we went straight to Jude Bolton. And Jude Bolton, it turns out, was sitting at home on the couch watching TV that night and uh, got the message and responded straight away. How do you know that's what he was doing? Well, okay. Okay. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Because okay. he responded yeah. that it, it might be socks. Right. Socks and boots, you know, yeah. like, you know. And then also elaborated that there's a property steward. And he said, look, and then we started getting like messages in from people like the Adelaide board that said like this week it's white shorts and whatever. So then we're like, okay, well, the mystery thickens. Is it different in different clubs? Like, yeah. you know, is it shorts? Is it socks? Jude seemed to imply shorts and socks. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. So anyway, after this. Uh, Jude was hosting the Deadset Legends on uh, Triple M on yeah. Saturday morning uh, with Fev. 
and they invited me on oh. to talk about a our podcast. And yeah. by the way, when they play a clip of that on actual real radio, you remember that this is a podcast. <laughs> oh, does it sound horrible? Oh, horrible! Oh, like, God. and I was drunk as well. <laughs> like, so essentially, they've just played a bull- like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss Jim Bolton about socks. Oh, fuck, that's so embarrassing. Anyway, good plug for that. So hopefully the numbers will spike yeah. after that attention on Saturday morning. But so, <laughs> so we started talking about it and then Fev revealed something amazing. That Fev wore brand new stuff in every game. Oh my God. From head to toe. Like Usher. He always. So new boots as well. He would only ever... Uh, new boots? Yeah, every oh, game. come on. Fev. New boots. Every single game. As I said to him, I said, well, Fev, you didn't wear them in, but you wore them out. <laughs> like, new boots every game, after every game. New boots, new socks, new shorts, new everything but after every w- game. When, uh, no wonder they w- traded but, him. But when, yeah, they when, get a 40 salary cap, but they just couldn't afford the fucking would, boots. When would that habit have started? Because surely you're not doing that in your junior years. Is it only, like, how far into his professional career was he able to, so, in such a blasé manner, say, guards, <laughs> get my new uniform? I mean, that's a fair point, isn't it? Is yeah. there a day where you just decide, yeah. fuck it, I'm big enough now? Yeah. I want new stuff every week? I don't know. Because I don't... Yeah, see, this thing has so many levels to it. Like, the the, the, the intrigue is, is endless. I mean, I still don't have an answer from... Well, I said to him, I said, what did you do with the jumpers? Like, yeah, you know, if you've worn them after the game. And, and like, eBay? And he said, nah, Sportsman's Nights. <laughs> ah, yeah, that makes sense. Right? So you just, yeah. But I, st- I still want, want, want to know what happens to the, the socks that are provi- provided yeah. by the club or the property steward. Yes. Does the player then take them home? And then does he oh, have yeah. to bring them back? Like, do they wash their I want to know what happens to the socks. Like, yeah. the socks that he wore for one game, where did they go? Right. Do they, yeah, do they didn't go into communal pools? Yeah. Uh, did to the, the rookie week, list or something? Yeah, the next week are you wearing Fev socks? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to at least be warned about that, right? Yeah. Or do you have to wash them yourself? And if you wash them yourself, then suddenly, isn't it the risk that they'll like, yeah, they'll, they'll shrink or they'll, you what? know, you'll put them in with the... Do I you mean, know how to wash clothes? Well, socks. I mean, they might... Mate, I'm talking about 19, 20-year-old fucking dumb young men yeah, right. who might be at home by themselves and have never fucking washed, you know, clothes before. Their mum's done it all yeah. while they've been growing up because yeah, they've so been they playing put their red on the t- They put their red T-shirt right. in with their socks. They play with the Gold, Gold Coast Suns and they put their you know, white stuff in with their fucking oranges and, yeah. you know, there's trouble. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think we just... We need an insider. We need right. like someone. We need someone to come on the podcast and answer all our questions. Yes, about the but uniform. the thing is, but we're not going to get. The problem is that will only be specific to the club that they have experienced. Oh with. yeah, right. We need so some, I think we need to canvas a few. Well, you know what we need? We just need a player who's played for a lot of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> we need Scotty Cummings, Simon Newton Connell. <laughs> You got Richard Osborne's number? Hang on. Let's see if Simon Mitten Connell or Scotty Cummings follow me on Twitter. Oh, so <laughs> that dovetails nicely into our next segment. Hang on. Which footy players follow Will on Twitter? All right, Scotty. Actually, Mike Hal, if you want to come Cummings. up with a jingle for this uh, segment of the show, go for Twitter. it. Okay. All right. Uh, Scotty Cummings on Twitter. His uh, Twitter is at Scotty Cummings underscore. And who else did I say? Simon Minton Connell. Simon Minton Connell. Connell. Twitter? Would he have Twitter? I don't know. Well, we're going to find out. No. No, it doesn't seem Richard to. O- Richard Osborne played for like Somebody called clubs. Simon Connell does, and someone called Simon Minton, but I don't think Simon Minton well, Connell. Well, maybe those two guys will merge together to make Simon Minton Connell. <laughs> or maybe they've been split apart. Oh, yeah, In yeah. some sort of, like, precursor reverse to the Travis, yeah, the reverse cloak white. 
Okay. Uh, well, here's the good news. What? Scotty Cummings does indeed follow me on Twitter. So, okay. uh, we can, uh, maybe we can reach out to Scotty Cummings at some stage. I've see seen him he... interviewed. I think he would have no trouble, uh, having a chat. Yeah, I reckon, yeah. So Scotty Cummings, he played for what, five clubs or something like that? Let's see. Essendon, Port Adelaide. Essendon, Port Adelaide. Who else did he play for? Uh, Collingwood. He was at Collingwood. What? At was he end. really? Yeah, I think so. Like only for a little bit. That was like one of the last clubs. Can I you think he was at. can you Google who, which Hang AFL on. player has played for the most? Yeah, I will. But uh, Scotty Cummings, eighteenth of January, nineteen seventy four, which means he's only uh, fifteen or thirteen days uh, older than I am. Uh, he played for oh, uh, one, two, three, four. He played for four clubs: Essendon, Port Adelaide, West Coast, and Collingwood. West Coast. I don't remember that yeah. phase either. I remember him as Essendon and Port Adelaide. Which AFL player has played for the most clubs? There we go. Dale Kickett, it says, played for five AFL clubs. Oh, that sounds about right. Martin Pike played for four. Yeah. Uh... And then under that it says, Scotty play- Cummings played for everyone, I'm sure. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. That's amazing. So that is that Big Footy. Yeah, it's on Big Footy. But that was so 2007. It can't possibly be true. If it's on Big Footy, you get nothing but misinformation on that message board. He was a pretty good footballer, Scotty Cummings. Let's have a look at what he did. He played 40 games for Essendon. He kicked 83 goals. He played uh, 37 games for Port Adelaide. Kicked 102 goals. He played 46 was games. Was he in their premiership era? For West Coast. Uh, he was, no, Port Adelaide, he was at 97 and 98. All right. Uh, That's 99 a lot of goals. to 2001. In 46 games at West Coast, he kicked 158 goals. Huh. So that's that was his really sweet period. So he was a good footballer who just couldn't set a little club. And then in 2002, he uh, played five games for Collingwood and kicked six goals. <laughs> so that was the end, I suppose. That's but, weird, though, but he had a good average. Yeah, he was a, he was a pretty good footballer, Scotty Cummins. Journeyman, but why couldn't he stay at a club, I wonder? The socks, Will. It comes back to the socks. Yeah, he was demanding fresh socks every game. That's he said, fucking Fev gets fucking fresh socks. <laughs> They're like, who's Fev? I was like, this timeline's out of continuity. Uh, speaking of Port Adelaide, did you see that Sydney game? That no, was just... I didn't see it. I saw the result. Woeful. I, like, I, I, saw, I saw it was bad weather and then... I think they're escaping a bit of scrutiny, Port Adelaide, this year because there's been bigger stories like Frio and Richmond. But they have failed to deliver consistently now. Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that it's fair to say now that Port Adelaide, like, for the team they were, like, three, three years, years ago, ago, like, they have underperformed. It also just goes to show fucking how hard this competition is. Like, how you have to stay on top of your game. Like, they came on with a burst, but then everyone else caught up to them. Like, it's just so fucking cutthroat. Yeah, well, that's the thing about it, isn't and it? They, they, they were the first team that had that sort of, like, great run-and-gun style. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it feels like it's all they had. And then when everyone else kind of worked out how you counter that, they haven't been able to. Mm. Still on their day, you so know. So does that come back to Ken Hinckley, then? I mean, well, I mean, you've got to say that Richardson, he lost... No, he didn't he lose... Um, the Adelaide coach, Phil Walsh, was one of his assistants first. And, yeah, and then and Richardson, Richardson wasn't was he? director of coaching. Yeah. yeah, and so I think he probably lost a couple of really great tacticians. Yeah, like, right. it's the thing they were saying about Hardwick is, like, you know, he's a good you know people motivator and they all love him and all that sort of thing, but maybe he's not the best of tacticians. Mm. And maybe it's the same thing with, like, Hinckley, that he's a great motivator and they all seem to love him and all those sort of things, but maybe he's... I don't know. I mean, I, who yeah. the fuck knows? Well, but, it has to be something, though, because it's just... It's not like they've lost a shitload of personnel... In the last three years, like, I mean, Paddy Ryder makes a difference, I guess, but... 
Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of good teams in it now, too, though. Yeah, and I guess it's also the rise of, like, GWS. GWS have taken the spot in the eight that probably Port could have snuck into. Yeah, and the Bulldogs, probably, to a certain degree. You know, like, there's a couple of teams there who are playing similar sort of football to what, you know, Port Adelaide did. There was a time, too, remember, when Hawthorne... Like, Hawthorne got their 2008 flag too early, but and then they sort of went into a hole for a bit. Do you remember that? Yep. So, I mean, it could be the equivalent of that. Like, you know, mate, I'm sure they're, they're still a pretty young list. Like, their guns are all pretty much in their mid-20s, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, a, like, a... I mean, on their day, they're a good team, but I don't... I think it's, it's also, like, a play like Chad Wingard is fucking exciting and awesome, but you realise that unless he's got blokes around him pulling their weight as well, then he's, he's the icing. Right. Yeah, and, like, yeah, he, he's... Or the Cyril. Right. He's one of those players that you need, like, everybody else to actually be playing well. They've, I mean, you know, they've had a couple of gun midfielders who haven't had as good a seasons as previous. Like, Ollie Wines, who I think is a really, really good footballer, but hasn't had, you know... I, I got Ollie seen... Wines and uh, the other one, White. The other one, the other midfielder. <laughs> the other guy. The other guy, mixed up all the time. Like, I can't tell the difference between them. Uh, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Like the Perth teams, the Adelaide teams. You just... Don't know. You just don't quite know in the no. same way. And they all seem to have like the same haircut. <laughs> right. All these bloody Adelaide and Perth footballers look bloody the same, mate. Yeah. Coming over the Eastern well, States no, trying the, to win the, our fucking the, premierships. No, the Perth guys all have the tans and the long hair and the curl, those weird curls that are, are evident nowhere else but Western Australia. Uh, and then like Adelaide is just more like robot-like. I mean, the Adelaide fans proved my point right about last week. I know. But, like, firstly, when I, like, okay, I was drunk and I couldn't remember all the teams. Of course, Adelaide are going to make the fucking eight next year. They might win the premiership this year. Like, and yeah, I would like Adelaide and the story behind them, but fuck, I hate their fans. <laughs> like, they cannot take a fucking joke and they get really fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I, I, the thing about Adelaide is that they're entitled. <laughs> <laughs> they got flags too early. They got like, yeah. and and they they're have fucking millennials. That's they, what they are. Yeah, they, they have a sense of entitlement. You know, yeah. like they 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 consider that whole sort of uh, naughties period where they the crowbots and they got close but couldn't win one as some kind of a front. And now it's like, give us our respects. Like, listen, Adelaide. After you spend a few more years in the league, right? Then you get to sudden bitch and moan like that. You know what? You've had good times, lots of good times. And to be honest, more than either of us. And to be honest, in fact, you fucking broke our team's hearts oh. badly. So if you wonder why I have a grudge against yeah. you, do the fucking math. Right? It's in recent history. You yeah. fucked up our lives, our lives, our lives. We hate you. We hate you. You know what? And I you actually... don't. And by the way, if you think that like just because we're saying we hate you, you then get to hate us in response. No, no, because no, you fucked like our that. lives up. Yeah, we didn't fuck your lives up. We were the wind beneath your fucking wings. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right, you achieve glo- glory by standing because on our us. bodies. We are the person standing under the mark of the fucking year. That's what we yeah. are. Yeah, Adelaide have built their throne on a bed of skulls. Right. We're fucking Tom Selleck when fucking Harrison Ford got Indiana Jones. That's yeah. who we fucking We're are, We're Eric Stoltz after Michael J. Fox got recast as Marty Exactly. McFly. That's who we fucking are. And Stoltz can fucking hate Michael J. Fox, but Michael J. Fox can't hate Stoltz. That's how it fucking works. <laughs> I don't hate Adelaide that much. Uh, I just hate this. I like Adelaide the place. Yeah. And I have met individual Adelaide supporters who are some of my best friends, including Justin Hamilton, who literally is one of my best friends in the entire world. Who yeah, he doesn't Adelaide like Christ. an Adelaide supporter. Right. When you meet them individually, yeah. they're fine, Charlie. All oh, right. 
some hive mind thing goes on. I guess they're like, you know what, like Adelaide fans online are kind of like the ISIS that are fucking up. You know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, right. Like, I'm, Why should moderate Adelaide supporters right. have to apologise? Exactly. I'm blaming all Adelaide supporters when it's just a fucking, it's just an extreme arm yeah. of Adelaide supporters and who the misrepresent fact that so what you actually about. Is that's what they want. That's what they want. That's what you they want. You know what? I'm going to be calm about it. Yeah. I'm going to respond because, yes, exactly. Otherwise, we let the fucking, you know. Adelaide supporters win. win. <laughs> Who else can we make fun of? (laughs) Well, them. They're on the list. Um, But yeah, Sydney were good. Uh, Dane Rampey, your your favourite VJ, Dane Rampey. Are they flag favourites now, do you think? Swannies? Yep. Would you Uh, say now? No, I still think Hawthorne. I still think Hawthorne. Hawthorne were due to drop a game and they're just... I mean, anyone who takes them on at any latter stage of the finals is going to have that psychological barrier to get over that they're playing you know the greatest team in the modern era yeah and Hawthorne just fucking relish Hawthorne relished that opportunity to embarrass you in front of everyone yeah but I think the Swans think that oh like, the Swans are pro- the Swans and Geelong are probably right. have no fear yeah walk into that room but if it's, GW, I'm if it's GWS or you know anyone in the lower half of the top eight then I reckon I'm starting to think it won't be I know that I've been hot on GWS but I actually think that probably the fact that when, I think you know, Swans- when it gets the finals and you know that's what it's all about then the better teams do just tend to stand up so you've got to think Swans like Hawthorne Swans or Geelong, Geelong yeah. but I, and then Adelaide I think is the like the one that on their day how did they day, play against Hawthorne did they lose they did lose to Hawthorne yeah. this year didn't they but I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're a, like, you know, they're a team that could still definitely win it, I think. Well, and I think the, probably ahead of GWS. I guess Adelaide. Although I haven't had any negative feedback from GWS fans online because there, there are, are none. No. no, the one guy I work with is a GWS fan. He actually defected from St Kilda to GWS. Yeah, well, well, and, he's gonna, and he's going to see. Uh, Isn't that like jumping off the Titanic onto a fucking speedboat? Yeah, totally. Onto James Cameron's fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Onto Snoop Dogg's yeah. party boat. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Actually, you know, he 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 put in years of service in Melbourne, and then he's been living in Sydney for twenty years. And he decided that he wanted right. to support a new team. I'm like, you know, fucking go for it. And he actually go. He's a genuine supporter too. He's not like, oh, I, you know, I just have that T-shirt. He's got a membership, and he actually goes to games and stuff like that. I can't begrudge that. I was a GWS supporter in the first year. Like, I was a member of GWS because I just should have stayed, like, mate. You'd see your first premiership. <laughs> I mean, I'd just like to see a Bulldog captain a team to a premiership. And if it's Callum Ward, then it's Callum Ward. Fuck. I would have loved to see Callum Ward hold the premiership cup in the Bulldogs' colours. So oh, God. I don't think he's going to come back. I, I, I always kind of had secret hopes that Callum Ward might, like, come back to... Because he's from... You know, he's a... You know, I think he really loved the Bulldogs. I just... But I think he, he loves money. Up here, yeah. And loves winning all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He's killing it up here. What draft pick was he? Was he like high? I think he was pretty high. Yeah. yeah, I can look it up. But I um, he was a, a de- but he was just a fucking hard good player. You know, but Although, he's, he's really, but he's really come into his own now. Like he's as good as like a Joel Selwood or yeah. Any of those I mean, he hard, really is, isn't he? Hard nosed midfielders. Yeah, like I did at the time. I was asking somebody about it, and I think they said this in the nicest of all possible ways. But they meant, look, he he should be good at footy. Because I don't know, like, what else he's going to, you know, necessarily do. And he's fucking great at footy. So, so it's so, all worked out. Crisis averted. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Callum. Uh, he, uh, here we go. What were we going to find out about Callum Ward? He, he was drafted. Where was he drafted? Uh, he was drafted at number 19. So, yeah, right. first round. But, first round draft pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. 
Bulldogs were good though. Yeah, I was, I was, you know what? Wasn't a great game. Again, it's that classic thing of um, where uh, I you know talked about last week. Just the fucking effort though, mm. like and the fact that you know we brought in a like the great thing about our club this year is the depth. Yeah. Like you know the players we brought what in. Was I was like, these are good players. You, you know? retweeted today. I haven't watched it, but it's like it's a picture of Luke Beveridge, and it's like if you can watch this and not cry, then blah blah blah. And it's like. I'm not watching that. <laughs> what was it? Oh, so last year the Bulldogs made uh, a thing about Bob Murphy. You know, yeah. it was like uh, through his season and the same guys are doing this like, you know, around the club and like, anyway, yeah. watch it. I'll post it on the Facebook page. Everyone <laughs> can watch it. You don't well, have to cry it? in the middle of the podcast. It's called The Ride. Um, I wanted to look that up uh, while I had a bathroom break as well. And so the last uh, episode of it, the most recent episode of it, chronicles around the injuries we had and... Uh, the pain of uh, Wallace's uh, screaming in the dressing Ugh. rooms, and you know all the other. Anyway, it's it's uh it's pretty fucking great. If you're a Bulldogs fan, you just want to like sit around. And Directed fucking... by Lars von Trier. Yeah, it's a, yeah three colors: red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of the year of the dogs, mate. One of the great fucking footy docos of all time. It really is. So, Michael... If I see one more person with a slap on the back, I'm going to spew up. Well, you know the um, uh, the company that I work for, for who make Gruen, CJZ, uh, Michael Cordell is the person who made Year of the Dog. Right. So, whenever Michael and I are at a party... Uh, I really have to try to pretend to be interested in anything else he's doing before we get back to Year of the Dog. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's Year of the Dogs or Year of the Dog? Year of the Dog. Oh, oh, it'll be probably Year of the Dog. Yeah, okay, maybe. I, now I'm. Now you've... You, I don't it's know. It's Dogs in Space, Year of the Dog. Or is it Dog in Space? Who, it's Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> I know that. So... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Snoop uh, Doggy Dogs. Year of the Dogs. It's dogs, actually plural. Called, yeah, Year of the Dogs. That makes sense. As it's opposed to the Zodiac sign. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the Chinese Zodiac. And it, it's a much better point. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a brilliant, uh, documentary. And apparently it's available on YouTube if you want to look it up. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube. He's making millions. Yeah, but, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I love that idea of being able to, like, follow a club or, like, be on that inner sanctum and kind of reflect what's going on. But of course, if they gave me the money to make it, yeah. you know, 75% about it would be about socks. <laughs> Which socks did they wear? <laughs> this week, Bob Murphy wore new socks. <laughs> Year of the socks. Year of the socks. <laughs> So what, it, what about North, though, right? They're banged up. If and they, they've got a bad run home, like probably, tough teams every week. They're probably going to make the finals, like, mathematically, all things considered. But uh, what are they going to do when they get in there? I mean, you know, well, Hawthorne, think, Hawthorne potentially could drop to fifth, in which case they have to place Hawthorne first up. Well, the thing... Okay, well, here's the thing I would say about North Melbourne, is that they've, I think they've got three teams, like, in the finals that they have to play on the run home. So... If they can beat one of those teams or two of those teams to get into the finals, then they're obviously in good enough form to beat finals teams. If they lose all three, then, you know, they're probably not a good enough team to be in the finals they, anyway. But they could still lose all three and make it. Well, yeah, depending on... St Kilda and Port. And Melbourne, even, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but we're one game ahead, but we've got the yeah, worst percentage. But you've got worse percentage, but it's all getting a bit closer. Yeah. And who, don't you have, like, Brisbane... In oh, the final we, round? Yeah, we've got a real percentage. Booster. I mean, that could be a real interesting game <laughs> if what you need yeah. in that game is percentage. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, we've got we've got an easy run home. We've got the Swans, but it's at Etihad on Saturday night, and then we have Richmond and then Brisbane. So potentially, if we win on Saturday night, it becomes very interesting. Right. 
Whereas like North Melbourne have got a bad run. Port and well, the, they're port. Well, they're port. So <laughs> yeah. who fucking knows? But yeah. probably not. Yeah, Melbourne. I think Melbourne play port in one of the games. So Melbourne's right. still mathematically a chance. Yeah, and they've got a bit, of, and they're up. And, and if they had now. a bit of momentum, yeah, coming into the finals. But I reckon St Kilda or Melbourne, if they make it, mm. are both teams that like you give know, it a shot. Well, right. we've both now beaten teams in the top eight. I think that's the important thing. You know, in the year, Melbourne were talking about getting a scout. They had, they beat GWS in round two, I think, but they hadn't beaten another top eight team. And then yeah. they got the Hawks. So they got two. And Saints have two. We've got Geelong and Bulldogs. I mean, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. I, um, I actually was pretty disappointed by the game, the Saints and Carlton. It was just, um, they were one of the teams that I was talking about that felt like, uh, let's not get hurt. You know, footy trip's only four weeks away. Right. Let's just, you know, it just was, Levi Caswell, like, I know we make a lot of fun of him and it's yeah. all in good humor, but Jesus Christ, like, he can't, he, did you see that? Did you see any of the game? No. He missed a shot directly in front, which we're all aware of, 20 meters out directly in front. Like, as the commentator said, aim for the less, aimed for the, Right post missed on the left. Is the there left any post. chance that they could just get like can a can a fucking runner get out there with a fucking protractor or something? Like they've got to get him on. Like he's got to like he's got to Josh Would, Kennedy it, but he's got to fucking point in a different direction. Yeah, like he's just got to run like but a he, 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 like run, like a rugby league kicker. But there was so a, he runs it in the opposite direction and kicks it that way. There was a turnover in the game where the as early in the game too when Carlton were making a surge forward, and he had it on the half forward flank, and it was just a fifteen meter lateral kick to center it and it just went like nowhere near the players aiming at it was bizarre i mean stewie low used to be a lot like that stewie low was an amazing mark but then couldn't kick but then do you remember he stewie low was one of the guys who pioneered the scratch on the ground kind of thing peter hudson taught him that but jason dunstall was in the commentary booth and he was like this is not an easy fix like there are so many things technically that he's doing wrong like it's a huge, huge effort to actually get him kicking straight. Do you think that, uh, that Brendan Bolton, who never played at the top level, but obviously has an amazing football brain, just fucking hates Levi Casbolt? Because Levi Casbolt has all the fucking natural skills you can mm. have in the world, but like, just, that's what they've got to do. They've got to get this fucking cloak Jesse White technology down there. Put <laughs> Brendan Bolton's brain <laughs> in Levi, Levi Casbolt's body. body. Yeah, that's the only Levi solution. Casbolt, that's what they need. Yeah. Perfect. That's the solution. Levi Casbolton. Yeah. That'd be great if Brendan Bolton went on, on the couch and just said, look, we've got a good idea for next year. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put my brain. Why are you making yourself like a jockey? <laughs> don't know why. He looks like a tiny. jockey. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, I don't do impressions. He's adorable when he's, he's, adorable. Sit, when he's on, uh, on the couch. He sits in that chair. His feet don't touch the ground. His legs are just swinging. Right. Exactly. Casbolton. Yeah. That's what we need. Do you know who's smaller? Him or Alistair Clarkson? Ah, uh, Brennan Bolton, I would have thought. Alistair Clarkson's pretty tiny too. Yeah, he looks bigger though. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, exactly. He's like an angry little man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking watch yourself. Uh, my luck of the week was Gold Coast over GWS. They fucking almost got there. I think I'm going to change it to my almost luck of the week because the last two I've picked have just got, were Carlton against the Swans who just went down and then fucking Gold Coast just went down. It's one of those things, isn't it, where I really wanted Gold Coast to win that game because yes. obviously it would have been good for the Bulldogs because, you know, with Hawthorne losing, you just want a few of those. Like the Bulldogs, if the Bulldogs could luck it into like fourth place because we've got a decent little run Well, you home. need some luck. You're, right. owed, you're owed some luck. Yeah. 
And it'd be nice, you know, give us a couple of cracks at winning a final. Like, I think that'd be a really good season. And yeah. it, then it would be an improvement on last year, mm. regardless, which I think would be really cool. But fucking GWS got over the line. Yeah. but it's Jeremy good. Cameron decided to play well for fucking once because he was obviously, he was like, oh, everyone's talking about Lynch being the most valuable player in the whole AFL. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah. I'll be better. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, isn't it, that we've had a season in which GWS are dominating and you forgot about Jeremy Cameron. Right. Because for the last three years, that's what you've noticed about the club. But now they're all playing so well he's like barely getting a mention right scary yeah i know that's terrifying i mean and old mate the other one big lago what's his name Patton. Patton. general the general <laughs> he was like wasn't he a number one draft pick yeah, as well number one draft pick yeah and they just forget about him like tom boyd gets all this fucking shit for not playing well enough yeah tom boyd's actually playing well enough yeah he's playing better than Patton is i think i don't know about that really? i don't know isn't Patton saying hasn't a great season has I don't he no well, that's what I mean, though. There's just so many stars. Like, how do you get noticed? He could still be getting, you know, kicking two goals a game or whatever, but yeah. then you've got fucking Green and uh, uh, what's his face? You know, Johnson. What's his face? <laughs> what's his face? Oh, wait. Oh, mate. Yeah. What's oh, his mate. face? What's his face? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it, I think that Gold Coast, if there's any good news to come out of Queensland footy, it's that Gold Coast has sort of arrested their slide. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll get a, not a pass mark, but... They're not going to be condemned. I reckon Eid will keep his job and they can point to some things in the future. Look, you know, when we actually got players in the park, we were much more competitive. Just- right. Well, the fact is they don't have a midfield. And every other team in the competition has a midfield. And it's hard to drive a car without an engine. I mean, they have no midfield. They fucking almost... They're the Flintstones car they of the nearly, AFL. <laughs> they nearly fucking Fred Flintstone that game the other day. Mm. Just all their little feet under the car running. That was that was actually Rocket Eid's uh, fire up. He said, let's yabba dabba do it. <laughs> Don't yabba think. Dabba, just yabba, yabba dabba, dabba do something. <laughs> that famous John Kennedy speech. Yeah. Yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do something. <laughs> ah, a meme and just waiting to be created. Yabba dabba do something. Just put Fred Flintstone in a long overcoat. And the one thing you know you can recruit is midfielders. So even if they lose a couple, you can draft midfielders, you can recruit midfielders. Like midfielders, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of great midfielders at the moment. So Yeah, just I, go to the needful, man. Take a look at the twos. I think the great thing that they have and uh, the Gold Coast have is there is actually a reasonable spine around it. And I think if you they could get good Yo, they could, they could, it's like one of those things where like if you, uh, if you buy a car or you buy a house or whatever, they've got like a good foundation. You just need to. I guess it's like if Queensland football is like a troubled household and they're two brothers, one brother is like fucking on heroin, you know, always in trouble with the law. And this guy, well, you know, he's gone back to TAFE and he's learning a trade, you know, like. Things could still go wrong. You know, he's still at the pub on a Thursday night, probably downing a few too many pots, but he's trying to get his life together. Right. That's the best thing you can say yeah. about yeah. Queensland football. Yeah. Gold Coast, we're the least worst option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gold Coast, we're trying. Yeah. Gold Coast, well, at least we're not Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> That's their banner next week. <laughs> hey, we could be the Lions. I mean, it, the Lions, I mean, that's, mm. even Tom Tom Rockliffe came out and said their, you know, all their facilities were shit and like, were they the worst facilities in the league? And that's your captain. Yeah. And then Leopard came out and pretty much said the same thing. I mean, it's really like Ronald walking into McDonald's and going, these burgers are fucking shit. <laughs> Why would you eat these? The burgers are better at Hungry Jack's, guys. <laughs> Did you see Leopard's press conference? I mean, fucking poor guy. Like, yeah. it's, it's almost like you just, someone 
Just stop this. Stop. Well, we have this. Is, well, that's the difference between I mean, him how, and Hardwick. What, what questions are you going to ask him that aren't fucking plainly obvious? You know, like we know what's going on. So now, because he's had to state the obvious again and again, so now he's, you know, rightfully getting frustrated and reaching for other explanations now. Like he was talking about, you know, well, they're disadvantaged and they don't get given any concessions or whatever, and it just wasn't a great look. Like he probably has a point. But, you know, you still have money to draft players. Like, you still have a recruiting department and stuff. Like, other clubs have come from sort of poor positions. We back for two clubs like that. You know what I mean? It's just... But I think he was pushed to that point. I don't think Lep is the kind of guy who would normally come out and just start swinging like that. I mean, there's a point you get to where you're like, well, I've talked about me not me being fucked and I've talked about the team being fucked. You know what? This whole place is fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at it. This whole... The, the guy who... He's a heroin addict. Yeah. I'm not even sitting on a chair. It's yeah. a bloody... Look, it's a bloody milk crate. Right. Two milk crates <laughs> on top of each other. That's a fucking chair at this club Not now. even a chair. I'm sitting on David Bain. He hasn't left right. the club since 96. <laughs> that was... I had to pull... Like a <laughs> mid-90s uh, Brisbane player, and David Bain was all I could come up with. Well, oh, mate, if we make the finals, we can sit on Clark Keating. He said he'll be available in the finals, but we can't get him during the season. <laughs> Deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he, I mean, who, who's going to take that job? Uh, Ratton. Really? Yeah, that's the word. They say, they think. Like, I mean, that makes sense. He's ready. He wants to coach again. Um the AFL, they've had two kind of new coaches. You want to get someone in there, like, you know, like a, you know, Phil Walsh was, like a Alan Richardson was, but yeah. this guy's got, you know, he's got. Somebody who actually knows football. Clubs. And, you know, if you look back on where Carlton were at and what he's learned and he's been at Hawthorne, he's got the, you know, the IP, as they always like to say, yep. you know, that he can take over. Yeah. I think he'd be a pretty good choice oh, for that. but not infected penis. Yeah, the infected penis. <laughs> he's got the infected penis, which is the uh, mystical secret to Hawthorne's success. <laughs> It's passed down from coach to coach, and he's currently the holder of the infected penis. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think he'd be a good choice. You know, and, and it, soon it will be compulsory that every club is coached by somebody who used to be an assistant coach to Alistair Clarkson. Yeah. I mean, eventually, they're all going to be. It's just such... Can you imagine, though, like, what you're going to have to do? Never won coach of the year, though, so let's remember that. Clarko. Oh, that's right, he Never. hasn't. Yeah. Never won it. Not, he's overrated. Not once. I mean, every single other coach is a disciple of his and he's going for four in a row, but never fucking won it. Yeah. Doesn't deserve it. Oh, they, Hawthorne can't have everything, Will. They can't fucking have everything. Mate, he must He must fucking... And you know what? If Joe Watson loses his Brownlow, they're going uh, to get another Brownlow medalist. I mean... Do you reckon... What do you reckon is going to happen there? Well, firstly... A uh, bit of uh, inside knowledge. Oh, yeah. I hope I'm not giving away too much. But uh, having a coffee in New York. Our friend Scott Dooley, uh, who often gets a mention on football podcasts, including yeah. the Super <laughs> Footy podcast last week, where it's fair to say they were not complimentary. Um, Speculated that Dooley buys his Twitter followers. Right. <laughs> um, and it often comes up on this podcast, of course, because he's going to play James Hurd in the telly yeah. movie we're making about yeah. the Essendon saga. Yeah. Uh, he is negotiating his contract. He is right? living in New York City at the moment, and uh, he has been living uh, quite near Job Watson, as he's been living over there. So he's been uh, banging into Job and kind of catching up with him a bit. So, yeah, right. so okay. So firstly, I will say, I like Job Watson. Yes. And I think um, in an ideal world, nobody wants to see Job Watson lose his brown low. No. But Job Watson has to lose his brown low. I mean, he has to, right? Well... Yeah. He I mean, if they're to. being consistent. 
But it's the AFL we're talking about. Exactly. So he might not. No. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, also, you can't rob those two other guys. It's like, I mean, it's what, you know, we, we've just had this thing in Australia of Jared Talent, who's the walker, who just finally received his gold medal because the person who beat him uh, at the last Olympics, the London Games, was a drug cheat. Now, I'm... I'm not saying that Joe Watson you know, was cheating to the same extent as that, but we've talked about this before. The fact that when they were asked, the Essendon players were asked what they were taking, the fact that they didn't tell what they were taking, that's enough. That's enough for me that says you disobeyed these rules and you covered it up, at least in at least at least in some way. Mm-hmm. You were part of a conspiracy to cover this thing up. So regardless of what you took or what can be proved, I, I just think you can't keep it. Because it's unfair to fucking Sam Mitchell in a Trent Conscient, to be honest. Such a bad look. I mean, like, I mean, like essentially, the AFL. Let's be honest. Public relations. Because how, how old's Cochin now? Do you reckon? Twenty-eight. Right. So Cochin's twenty-eight. So essentially, like he's been robbed of the greatest moment of his football career. Yeah. Because he's not going to win a premiership probably in his time. That's his highlight. He's probably never going to be quite good enough to win it again. So you're literally and if taking that's away how the Richmond captain got his brown lows. That so would be Richmond. <laughs> Richmond win their next premiership because they finish ninth, but all eight teams it turns out they're drug cheats. They win the premiership. So Richmond it. I mean, like, yeah, it's a oh, look. It's a really fucking tough one, but I just think you have to, right? Yeah. Although, if they over- get the things overturned, because this is where you yeah, know this is the where the Cranberry. You know where self interest comes into yeah. it, which is suddenly me go. Well, Cranberry would be handy to have in the team coming into the finals, so maybe I actually think the exonerate should exonerate them <laughs> soon. <laughs> he needs to get into the VFL. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I agree. I don't want to see Job have to go through that. He seems like a lovely guy, right? But I guess it's the consistency of what they're saying. You can't punish those players and then say, "Oh, but this award is separate to." The rest of the competition. He won it in the season where they... Anyway, it's it's hard. It's fucking shit. And I hope... You know, it's the whole thing's a fucking mess. But I think they have to take it off him and then they have to start afresh next season. And yeah. you hope that he plays again, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're always going to remember he was a great footballer. Yeah. You know? And maybe there'll be a fucking time down the road where they can give it back to him again, you know? They might award him at... Po- yeah, like, you know, yeah, 20 years from now, everyone will, Like, you know, fuck. Maybe it'll all sort itself out. Maybe Stephen Dank will finally have his day in court oh, and clear it all up. Yeah, yeah. Danky, Just a huge misunderstanding. You know what the thing will be? Danky will be, like, trading in his car and he'll be cleaning it all out and down the back of the cushions he'll actually find all the documents. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they didn't actually just disintegrate. disintegrate. <laughs> disintegrate. They were just down the back of Danky's... Thank you, old car. Who knows, right? Maybe there's a chance, but I think, you know, they've got to draw a line under this and just move on. Yeah. Um, Chris Scott wasn't happy with the margin that the Cats beat the Bombers by. 66 <laughs> points, uh, mind you. Yeah. He said it was a missed opportunity to boost their percentage, or words to that effect. Is this, uh, are these truffles fresh? <laughs> are these fresh truffles? I like white truffles, to be honest. Are these black truffles? Because I really prefer... Oh, my diamond shoes are way too tight. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Is this Australian sparkling or is this actually fucking champagne? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, that's... Uh, they actually... Uh, I actually thought they should have won by more too. But, you know. Come I mean, on. You know. 
they're not not even pretending. Like I think re- respect was shown to Essendon by opposition coaches in the press conferences at the start of the year. It was always like, well, you know, if they bring great effort, they're capable of, you know, blah 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 blah. Now they're just coming out and saying, oh, we should have beat them up by more. I'll tell you what, like the one thing I will say for Essendon, which I think is a real positive, is that um, despite Al mocking him for the size of his head, yeah. Danaher is a, a, gun. a really good player. And if he can work on his kicking or at least come up with something that makes him a decent enough kick in front of goal. How's this? Shot out of the dark. Right. We replace his head with the head of a bigger player. Oh, this head. is what we need. Yeah. Who's got the biggest head? Oh, well, no, we don't want... The, oh, well, we need one that's in proportion with his body. How... Like, you know, so who's we need the, one that's slightly bigger. A prominent bigger. head in A prominent the head whose body is fucked. That's Ivan, what we Ivan need. Marek. Is this too controversial? But... Hurdy. Oh, I mean, there's been a lot of yeah. people who've wanted the head of fucking James Hurd over this drug scandal. Yeah. Can James Hurd redeem himself by literally donating his, his head, head to the club? But you keep Joe's brain in jo- James's head. It's literally just James's skull. Just James's skull. I mean, he still looks great. Yeah. And that hair, can you imagine flying out of the forward line? Yeah. People would remember Hurdy fondly. Yeah. If he wins him a fucking premiership yeah. with Joe Danaher's hands. Yeah. But Joe's brain, right? Yeah, Joe's brain. Joe can keep his brain. Does he have to grow a little mo? With a herd face, I think that's. I think that'd look great. Yeah, I think like, um, that, like, he would. Like, he'd look dashing. That'd be like, like a like a, a swordsman it'd from the like, like, 18th yeah. century. No, it'd be yeah, it'd, 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 like a musketeer. Yes, he'd look like a musketeer. <laughs> yeah. Look at that! You get three of them in yeah. the in the forward line. That's what you want. The three musketeers. <laughs> it's your new branding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a gun, um, and he's young too. That's the other thing too. Like it's funny. Do you remember when? Tom Hawkins was considered shit. Like when he came in and he was like a giant. About five weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember. When he was a junior, because he looked like, you know, he was a fucking monster, but he just, you know, was a kid and it took him five, what, you reckon four or five years? But I remember he was routinely like the Jack Watts. Yeah. When he oh, started but his also, career. I think even a bit more because they used to get that thing that they say in footy because they'd like to say it, I reckon, more than anything else, which is that he looked like Tarzan, and he played, played like Joe. Yeah. Like, I think people say that more often just because they think it's a funny thing to say. Yeah. But um, I think he did suffer from that. Like, he's he's a big body. And he, you can even see it now in the games he hasn't played well for the last sort of year or so, is that he has a certain way of playing that, you know is brilliant if it's in the right structure. And look, this is the thing that Cloakie has fucking suffered from. You know, it's that thing of... And the thing that Jack Watts' dad said in that interview, he talked about the, you know, the efficiency of disposal and stuff like that. And he goes, well, you know, if like they're turning the ball over 70% of the time, as a forward, you're just not getting the quality service you need in those situations. So, you know, I, I think... I mean, I think those... And Tom Boyd's a bit the same. Just those big bodies. You yeah. Give them some time. But yeah. Danaher, I mean, he... He's already, you know, I, there's a lot to fucking like. Oh, yeah, you can build a team around a player like that. That's why everyone's so excited about fucking Lynch, because they've had a t- terrible season, but he's just been consistently brilliant. Yeah. Like, imagine if they had a midfield. He's literally the guy who would most benefit from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on yeah. to the uh, games coming up. So, Friday night is the Western Bulldogs taking on the Mighty Magpies. So this is like interesting to me because like if we are going to really be serious about finals, then we really have to win this game. I think we should. I'm, I'm you know, confident. I'm reasonably confident. Yeah. Yep. Is that your luck of the week? And that's my luck of the week. <laughs> 
Charlie's uh, now doing my clap. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't time it probably. I've got to say, it is frustrating every time you've done it. You always clap <laughs> over lock. And I'm like, Will, before or after the words? That's how it works. I mean, once it's locked, Charlie, it doesn't matter, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, no, I picked the Bulldogs. It's, I can't get a bead on Collingwood anymore. Like, yeah, I thought they should have won last week. So, backs to the wall. I don't know. Bucks to the wall. Yeah, they're bucks to the wall. I don't they're, know. they're fucks to the wall. I don't know. Um, no, I picked the Bulldogs. That uh, on the uh, sexy. If t- Jesse White kicks fucks, fucking six, it'll be my fault. <laughs> it'll be my fault. Does Jesse White follow you on Twitter? Oh, okay. Let's. Okay, that's. I hope that's not. a good one. Let's. Sorry, Jesse. I didn't mean anything. Uh, and I all will be forgiven if yeah, you, you. Well, that's exactly what I'm like. Yeah. You know that. Uh, Jesse White Twitter. Here we go. Um, so, uh, blah, 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 Jesse White, Jesse White underscore, uh, Jesse White does not follow me on Twitter. Phew. <laughs> Let's have a look through Jesse White's Twitter, what he's tweeting about. Uh, all right, here we go. There's a, a photo here uh, that he's retweeted. Okay, let's. Oh, great initiative by Woolworths. Bit of a plug to Woolworths with the free fruit for the kids while we shop. So Jesse's excited about the free fruit at Woolworths yeah. uh, because Jesse Has doesn't think he's going to have a contract next year. <laughs> so he's like, hey, kid, eat whatever. This is all free. It's not fucking free, Jesse. Your kid's just eating fucking fruit. You're meant to pay for that. Well, okay, what else do you say? I signed this petition. Australia needs a sugar tax on soft drinks to help. Oh, so he's anti-child obesity. Okay, Jesse, that's good. Cool. Good. Um, and I'll, I'll plug for Puma. A lot of... and oh. And look, I'm only seven tweets down, and it's, uh, what's everyone's pick for the Melbourne Cup? <laughs> so, not a huge tweet. Uh, wow. Fair to say. Uh, Lions take on the Blues up at the Gabba at the sexy time slot, 145, on a Saturday when everyone is ready to watch footy. I mean, who fucking cares, to okay. be honest? <laughs> like, I mean, it's one of those ones where Carlton aren't going that well at the moment. Yeah. And Brisbane need to fucking win a game of football. Yeah, but like, they're, not, they're not going to. They are not going to. No, it's Carlton in that game yeah. for me. Uh, at the MCG, interesting clash for my team. The Hawks take on the Roos. Yeah. And so, Hawthorne have got injuries. But, mate, here's the time you don't want to get Hawthorne. Yeah. After a Angry. fucking loss. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. They lost to fucking Melbourne. Yeah. I'm sorry, North Melbourne, but this is not going to be pretty. You've got Melbourne in your name. Yeah. I'll smash you. Yeah. Fucking all Melbourne. I hate all Melbourne. <laughs> um, hmm. So you don't think... No, because Brown's out, isn't he? Hawthorne. And Petrie's out as well. Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. Hawthorne. What am I saying? Hang on. My lock is trembling. Do I, <laughs> do I want to lock the ruse in? Something's saying it? No. Okay. The Giants take on West Coast over at uh, up at Spotless Stadium. Oh, that has to be Giants. This is good. I mean, this is good for the Bulldogs. This is a good game. So... GWS win, but West Coast lose. Yeah, so GWS win that, don't they? Yeah. No I, question. I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, the lock's ah, trembling. The lock's I trembling. Mean, no, like, West Coast don't stupid. travel, mate. Yeah, exactly. You can't fucking lock that away. I know, I know. Um, on Saturday night, the Saints and the Swans play in the first of a Pride game, uh, which is uh, promoting uh, tolerance and acceptance of all football fans. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> But not for footballers, apparently. Yeah. No, not for footballers, because <laughs> there's never been a gay AFL player. Um, I... Why do we even need the round like this? Yeah. Because when's, when's straight white male round? Every round. Every Sam round, Newman. dickhead. <laughs> Watch the fucking footy show, you dickhead. 
like there's 400 men a year in the AFL competition and one of them has never come out because they obviously feel like it's not an environment where it would be conducive so we probably still need the round yeah yeah well this is the first one yeah I I'm actually quite bullish about our chances in this game oh yeah I think we've got our tails up. I think I watched the look. It's at Eddie Had, right? At Eddie Had. Yeah, you play well there. Call me crazy, but I watched the uh, the game on Sunday, and you know they the camera follows them in to the rooms, and they sang the song, and then they lingered a bit longer, and Nick Revolt called everyone over and said, "That's better, right? That feels better, doesn't it?" So obviously they were smarting from that North Melbourne loss. So I think they are thinking finals. They just there's a little something in the way he said it that makes me think that they're. They've got that motivation. They're thinking finals. And I think it might get them over the line. I think Sydney are the team to beat this year. Um, but I want to fucking keep this dream alive, Charlie. Yeah. So I'm going to go... Well, with... you want them to go to the grand final, so yeah. they can thank you, yeah, as absolutely. we've discussed. I mean, but also I just think that it's more exciting if St Kilda make it. Mm. Like I do... I, I And I want to see the Swans lose. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I do think they are so strong. And, they've, and been it's sh- at... they've been shaky. And if they lose, again, it's good for the Bulldogs. Okay. So you know what? Fucking Saints. I'm yeah. getting on, you know, no. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I normally love the Swans. In fact, I spoke at one of their fucking grand final wins. But anyway, the point is, fuck you, Sydney, because it doesn't benefit me anymore. Uh, over at Adelaide Oval, the power taking on the resurgent demons. Yeah. Now, here's where things oh, nice. often go wrong for yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, one in a row. <laughs> and this seems like a game Port could win because they have to, oh, they have to show do. something. And they have to, because there's still a mathematical chance. <sighs> who knows? That actually right? could be a good game. It could be a good game. I don't know who to pick in that one. I'm going to say Port at home, because they have to still. Keep it alive. I'm going to say Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne need to as well, though, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, fuck, man. But it's, it's away from home, and it's after a big win. Yeah. Who sucks more? I don't know. <laughs> Melbourne. Who's fuck more it. disappointing? Fuck it, Melbourne. 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 I'm Melbourne. with you. Melbourne. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, Etihad Stadium, the Bombers. The Joe Heard Bombers take on the Suns. Uh, oof. I mean, Suns, I would think, yeah, with think their new so. form. You know? Yeah, yeah. They've got to win that. Yep. And I think Essendon have just they've put the cue on the rack, so to speak. Uh, I don't know how many behind Lynch is in the Coleman, but this might be a good game for him. This, I think, will be the most entertaining match of the round because I have no idea how it's going to go. Richmond versus the Cats at the MCG Sunday afternoon. I mean, the Cats. The cats will win that. I'm going to tip the Tigers, and that's my lock of the week. <laughs> because can you imagine, Will? I'm invested in this game now. A, it's Richmond. I was going to watch anyway, but now I've made it my lock of the week. I've got right. every. I'm I'm putting it all on black, baby. <laughs> yellow on black. Yellow on black. <laughs> all on yellow on black. Uh, I mean, look, it's my lock of the week. But that's just because I be- I believe in crazy fucking football magic. And if any team's going to do something that they shouldn't at the MCG against a top four aspirant, it's going to be the Tigers. That's for me. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I don't dream. Yeah. <laughs> and the final game of the round is the Dockers uh, at Penis Stadium taking on Adelaide Crows. Adelaide. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll win that easy. Did you hear uh, Junk Time? Our, our mates, Michael Chamberlain and Adam Rosenbach have a great AFL podcast called Junk Time. Uh, they had an American on their show last week. I think we discussed yep. it briefly. And 
he talked about penis stadium yeah inflatable penis stadium yeah it's just so exciting yeah that everybody else realizes it because i was starting to think it was just i us. know because we've we've sort of been pushing that little right. that little hashtag yeah hasn't, hasn't been taken really off no up. and everyone's like is, is, and i was starting to think maybe our penises don't look like other people's penises <laughs> <laughs> yours isn't giant white white and inflatable <laughs> I don't know. Like, Fremantle players seem to perform really badly in front of it, so I guess <laughs> it might be the same. Uh, all right, they that's it. Yeah. It's going to have to be a short episode this okay, week. Okay, yeah, we have to keep it tight. Um, um, uh, so, speaking of Junk Time AFL podcast, uh, on this Sunday after the grand final, there is a possibility we're working on the idea. Rosie messaged me the other day, and he was like, uh, maybe we could do a podcast together. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of a In post- the spirit of hybrids. Right. We're going to make uh, two guys, one Junk Time. Yeah, that's... Not bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably easier to Google than our normal name for this podcast. So, um, uh, we're, uh, we're probably going to do something in the afternoon. We're trying to find a venue. Rosie's going to track down a venue, but kind of do a live sort of, you know, yeah. wrap of the grand final. We're day thinking at, um, uh, Ricky Nixon's place. I mean, you know what? The two, chicken two, train. The chicken train. I mean, it should be a good day. Uh, Michael has requested it be in the afternoon so that he can go to the Hawthorne, uh, grand final celebration <laughs> on the Sunday. Fucking you know what the thing is, though? He's probably right. So <laughs> it'll probably be in the afternoon afternoon <laughs> um if you want to support this podcast we have a, a patreon page which is patreon.com uh, forward slash tofop yep. which is uh, another podcast we have uh, this sort of falls under that umbrella if you like this show right but you want to hear one that's not right. about football yeah pretty much like do you reckon the suicide squad wear the same socks yeah <laughs> do you reckon harley queen wears the same socks every time she uh, you should check it out. But if you just want to support this podcast, um, you there, there's a page there where you can donate any amount from a dollar up to Will. Uh, one. Oh no, there's a salary cap now. Okay, right. So I think there's like about fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Uh, and that way you got to pay ninety five percent. That helps us uh, keep the lights on and, and yep. do no research for, yep. for this particular podcast. Exactly. All right. Um, play on. Not fifteen. Ball. We got to go.